Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello, and thanks for joining me again this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree, and I'll be your host again today. I'm a chiropractor and a certified medical laser safety officer, and I founded Laser Therapy Institute to help train clinicians and healthcare providers in how to successfully apply laser therapy. Now, this podcast that we do here is really designed for patients to answer some of the questions that patients often have. So this week's episode is answering a question that I just got from a patient on Friday and that patient said to me look I I understand this is helping me I feel better I know that it works I'm just not really sure what's really happening when you put the laser on this damaged painful area for this particular patient we were working on a chronic low back problem where he has had three spinal fusions he's got a lot of scar tissue chronic pain his pain has come down about 50 percent over the past two weeks so he's very happy but he was trying to explain it to his friend the other day and his friend goes yeah okay i i understand what you're doing and that it's working but how does that work and he kind of found himself at a little bit of a loss on how to explain that and, and ultimately, that's on me because I haven't explained it well enough to him. But I thought, you know, a lot of other people, a lot of other patients probably have this question too. They understand, okay, there's light. It doesn't damage the body. It helps things heal. But what's really going on in there? And to put it in terms that hopefully most people can understand it and grasp it, I think is an important step in knowing whether or not laser therapy is a good fit for you and then seeking out proper care for what you have going on. So what I want to do today is explain a little bit about how light interacts with the cells of your tissues. Before I get any further though, this podcast is sponsored by Laser Therapy Institute. Laser Therapy Institute has free resources for healthcare providers and for patients like yourselves, as well as being a source where you can find laser therapy providers near you who have the right equipment and have been properly educated to deliver excellent results. You can find out more by going to lasertherapyinstitute.org. There's a lot of great information there, including archives of our blogs and archived podcasts and research articles and a provider locator map. There's all kinds of things. Go check the site out, lasertherapyinstitute.org, so you can learn more about what interests you. Now, today, we're talking about cells, and your body is made of cells, very, very tiny, microscopic little boxes that contain all these different components. Many of the components are called organelles. They're very, very tiny subparts of the cell. And so different subparts of the cell, these organelles are things like the nucleus, the center of the cell where the DNA is housed and then used to drive these cellular processes. And you have different kinds of cells. You have muscle cells, that are bundled together to make up an entire muscle. You have liver cells. You have very specialized cells to do different functions in the body. Nerve cells are very different from things like pancreatic cells. And all these cells function together in their organ system to then produce whatever your body needs overall to survive. For example, the liver. Its whole job is to act like a giant filter, right? And so it has cells that are specifically made to work to filter out toxins. 
The brain has nerve cells that are made to transmit information and store information. Very different function, but a lot of the parts are very similar. So one of the really important organelles in all cells is the mitochondria. And if you remember anything about the mitochondria from maybe from high school or college, wherever, the mitochondria was probably referred to as the powerhouse of the cell. And that's a good way to think about it, really. The mitochondria produces a bunch of the energy that your cells need to function. Cells need energy to do their jobs and to survive. And if they are starved of energy, if they cannot produce enough energy, then they will become damaged or will become less efficient or they could even die. So these tiny mitochondria inside the cells are what really drive the ability of your cells to operate, to be able to replicate and divide, to be able to repair themselves a whole bit. And they do this by taking glucose and oxygen, and it goes through a chemical process and produces ATP, which is adenosine triphosphate. And ATP is a little energy packet that then the cell uses to do all the different things it needs to do. It creates proteins and enzymes. It will copy DNA. It will fuel the communication between that cell and other cells and even perform higher functions like the production of insulin by cells in the pancreas. So the function of the cell is really critical to your body's function overall. And the mitochondria are what really fuel that process. Now, the mitochondria itself is a little double-walled organelle. It's like a bubble within a bubble almost. And between those different layers are where all these chemical processes take place to produce these final little packets of energy. They also do several other processes like break down waste products so that they're less harmful and then can be evacuated out of the cell. They can recycle waste products even to save energy. And they have a big role in cell signaling, including cell death or apoptosis. Cell death is actually a really important step in controlling cancer. And it's theorized that this lack of control is what really fuels cancer cell growth. It's the cancer cells stop receiving these signals or they don't produce the mitochondria in the, in the cancer cells don't produce the right response and so then the cell survives when instead it should be dying now it's possible that you could have a body-wide disease that could affect your mitochondria there's a few of those those are those are rare but there are things like alpers disease barth syndrome uh, creatine deficiency syndromes and, and they obviously if you think about how that would affect your entire body it drastically impacts the way your body can function but what we see more commonly are these kind of spot problems where you have a, a small group of cells that doesn't work or cells get damaged and their mitochondria then are damaged they don't work as well and then repair is slow so taking all that you can see the mitochondria are incredibly important for functioning cells throughout the body functioning organs proper repair processes proper control of cancerous tumor cells. And something else about the mitochondria is part of their energy production hardware, if you will, is something called a chromophore. And it's a chromophore called cytochrome C oxidase. You don't need to remember that. But a chromophore is something that responds to light. It actually changes when it absorbs light at just the right color. And cytochrome C oxidase is a chromophore that is incredibly important in the last step of producing those little energy packets of ATP. 
cytochrome C oxidase absorbs light in the near-infrared spectrum. And when it does that, it seems to shift that energy production into high gear so that your mitochondria can actually produce more and more and more energy packets to the point that it can produce so much extra energy that it can be stored for several days within the cell as the cell continues to use up that energy. So when you expose that mitochondria, when you get near-infrared light down to that mitochondria inside the cell, it improves its performance, produces more energy. This is really fascinating, and that is one of the big mechanisms with laser therapy, is you use light therapy, lights, at the right intensity and at the right color that it stimulates this last step in the production of energy for that cell. So if you can produce all this excess energy, then those cells tend to repair and replicate and divide. That's why laser therapy is referred to by some people as a regenerative therapy because it helps the body repair itself. And it does it safely by just promoting the way your mitochondria function. Now there's some other effects too with the water layers between the two walls of this little bubble that are important to keep balanced and exchange. And that helps the mitochondria function even more efficiently when you can have good water exchange between these two different layers of walls that are really a part of the mitochondria. And certain colors of, again, near-infrared light actually promote the exchange of these bound water molecules and help the mitochondria function that much better. So, obviously, if you can use the right kind of light on the tissues that are damaged, it's going to help them repair. But recently, scientists have discovered that there's even mitochondria that circulate within the blood, outside of cells. In the article titled, Blood Contains Circulating Cell-Free Respiratory Competent Mitochondria, from November 2019, in the FASEB journal, they noted that not only are mitochondria found in the cells, but they actually circulate throughout the body in the bloodstream and that these mitochondria have crucial biological and physiological roles because mitochondria are already known as systemic messengers in cell-to-cell -cell communication. And they can even travel from one cell to another. They also state that it has been demonstrated that these organelles, these, these mitochondria, harbor many damage-associated molecular patterns which are capable of activating immune cells and inducing an inflammatory response. Now, if you know anything about inflammation, then you probably know that inflammation is bad, but that's not always the case. Acute inflammation in the early stages of an injury are how your body triggers a repair response. So you need those inflammatory triggers early on. And these authors are saying that mitochondria can travel throughout the bloodstream, travel cell to cell, can activate immune system cells to protect the body and even start the repair processes that are necessary for your body to recover from an injury. So all that, just to really say that the mitochondria in the body are very important and they can be made more powerful, more productive by correctly used laser therapy which again is an incredibly safe, non-invasive treatment that helps with painful conditions and helps stimulate the body's repair mechanisms. And not only are they found in these cells themselves, we now know they even circulate throughout the bloodstream. They go throughout the entire body. And this explains why for many people we have 
patients that get laser therapy done for their neck or their back, and they see whole system-wide results, different things that change. I'll leave you with one last example here. Years ago, I had a gentleman that we were working on his neck. His neck had been injured a couple years beforehand in a motor vehicle collision, and so he was starting to feel better. We were a couple of weeks into therapy, and he happened to mention to me, hey, I, I had sinus surgery about 11 years ago, and ever since then, I've not been able to smell. I still have a little bit of my sense of taste, but ever since that sinus surgery, I've just not been able to smell anything. He goes, do you think that laser therapy might be able to help that? And this was... Yeah, goodness, probably six, seven, probably seven years ago now. And I was still learning a lot about laser therapy. But at the time I said, you know, I don't, I don't think so. I really don't think that having sinus surgery and then losing your sense of smell, I don't think there's probably much I knew there, especially because it was so long ago. And he goes, ah, yeah, yeah, you know, I figured, but just thought I'd ask. So we proceeded on and kept working on him. About two weeks after that, he came in and goes, oh, hey, um, I can smell now. And I said, you, you're what? He goes, yeah, yeah, I was, I was sitting in church on Sunday, and a lady walked by, and I, and I thought, man, her perfume really uh, smells strong. Wait, I can smell. And uh, the, the shock was really, really funny. Now, keep in mind, we had never worked on this gentleman's sinuses. We were working on his neck pain. But for whatever reason, something triggered a repair process or a reconnection process with the brain or with the sensory organs that sense smells. So I'm not saying that we can restore everybody's sense of smell by working on your neck. I'm simply giving you an example of we saw effects we didn't really even expect where we had restored function in an area we weren't even working on. And that could have been tied into this improved cell signaling through mitochondria that are not only in the cells that we're working on, but circulating past the area we're working on, through the area we're working on, in the bloodstream. This is new information, new research. It's fascinating. We're seeing more and more research every year that shows us good results with laser therapy and more about the cellular processes that are important for getting good results through laser therapy, as well as some other treatment modalities as well. If you're excited about research like this, then definitely listen in every week here. We talk about laser therapy in particular and how it can help patients you can also again go to the website lasertherapyinstitute.org to learn more if you have a particular subject you want to hear more about maybe the science side of things is not so fascinating maybe you want to know about a particular health condition could it benefit from laser email us info at lasertherapyinstitute.org or go to the website and you can get in contact with us there. Let us know what you want to hear about. We'd love to get your feedback on what we're doing so far and would love to know what you'd like to learn more about. Thanks again for joining me and I'll see you next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.